3: From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: So there's a new sex survey out. And this is not a stupid one. This is not sponsored by Pornhub or some chocolate company or a greeting card company or a mattress store.
1: Or some pleasurement device. But well, I won't even utter its name.
2: This is a serious study that we talked about the last time it came out a couple of years ago. They put it out every two years. And I remember the numbers at the time were people are having less sex. And the number of people that are just going without sex at all is gone up a lot in the 30 years that they've been doing these numbers. And so new numbers came out, and uh, it has continued to go that direction: less sex and more people not having sex at all. Um, uh, some people rebut that with the well, but the pandemic. But if you look at a chart, I mean, the numbers that are out are in perfect keeping with the direction it was going. So, mm. interesting. Seems pretty realistic. The headline is that. 26% of Americans ages 18 and up didn't have sex once over the past 12 months. 26%. Um, before 2004, the highest percentage of Americans who said they hadn't had sex in the past year was 19%. Wow, that, so,
1: that is uh, that's a third more than 19%, roughly.
2: Right, and it's going up a couple of percent every single year. It was also the first time, last year when they did the survey, the first time that the percentage of Americans who had had sex once a month or less topped half. So more than half of Americans have sex once a month or less. In 1989, it was a third. So now it's over half. 1989, 30 years ago, it was a third. And where is it going to end? If you're on a chart, unless you think there's some reason that it's going to stop going this direction.
1: It's going to end with a planet of the apes, obviously. (laughs) Or dinosaurs or squirrels. I don't know. There are a lot of squirrels around here. Not
2: uh, humans. The uh, researchers say some of this has to do with fewer people getting married and an aging population, but that doesn't explain all of it. Among married couples under the age of 60, 26% had sex once a month or less in 2021. In 1989, that was 12%. Make sure you heard this correctly. Whoa, whoa, so this whoa, is of married couples under the age of 60. Yeah. A quarter had sex once a month or less last year. You go back to 1989, it was only 12%. So that is wow. more than doubled. Wow. So it, there's something going on. I mean, there's obviously something going on. Uh, you're, you're a big fan of saying it's you know usually not one thing. It's a bunch of things. Um, I don't know. So I can go through some of the responses that we got on the text line. And maybe they, some of these popped into your head, too. Could it be the possibility that so many people are on antidepressants, which kills your sex drive in many cases? Oh, that's right. That, that could be a factor. Are there way more people on antidepressants? Yes.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah,
2: it's exploded.
1: Yeah. Everyone's
2: afraid of me, too. I have heard that from younger people. That doesn't that see, that wouldn't account for the
1: married people. But Makes I you ha- afraid to try to connect at the workplace, though, which is a major ab- way to connect.
2: Absolutely. I have actually heard younger people say out loud, no, at work, oh, no, no, no way. No way at work. That's too dangerous. Wow. Whereas when I was younger, that was where practically everybody met people <laughs> was at work. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty big change. Like from my first job onward. Yeah, Exactly. I got this text, or we got this text. Hey, guys, the wife and I had relations last night. Keep up the great show.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. Thank you for the text. You know, it just occurred to me, I met my <laughs> wife at work. I hadn't really thought of it in that way. I was getting paid to play music, and she was... So, yeah, there you go. Thank you. That was a brief memory, but probably not heart-worthy. God, girlfriends that
2: I met at work would be... Easily more than half. I mean, I'd have to sit down and think about it for a while, but easily more than half.
1: So you eliminate that? Jack's like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's been with 10,000 women. <laughs> Just in case you're new to the show.
2: <laughs> that was Wilt Chamberlain. I don't know. Oh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar oh is a God. devout
1: Muslim, and it's I, really I quite am, a Thank you, Wilt Chamberlain. I'm so sorry. Kareem might be more like, you know, three. I am so sorry. Mr. Abdul-Jabbar, I apologize. I meant Wilt Chamberlain.
2: Uh, The new generation of women has been intentionally groomed by social media, TV, movies, and magazines to dislike men. Could be a small factor. How about this? The average size of people has doubled in the last 30 years. Size knocks all the fun out of sex.
1: Uh, I wouldn't have ended that screed that way. I would point out that, hormonally speaking, uh, weight gain causes a a decline in uh, testosterone and other sexy, sexy hormones, plus people who feel less attractive often feel less sexy.
2: Yeah, so um, I don't know about the hormonal stuff. I hadn't heard that. But So if that's true, that's a thing. But I got to believe for some people, they feel... uh... They feel like their odds are a lot lower of trying to find somebody if they're way overweight. And you have porn as an option as a guy.
1: Right. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. I think we found uh, easy ways to satisfy needs because relationships are complicated. You know, seeking sexual companionship, uh, you know, especially as a single person and occasionally within marriage, uh, can result in rejection, humiliation. That's you know, that's discouragement. You
2: no, know, I only know my own experience. But as I said earlier, and I've, I've told this story many times over the years, it's when I was younger in the Midwest. I don't know what it was like in California, but when I moved to California, I was shocked how few people were dating. Almost everybody I knew that was on the younger end didn't have a boyfriend or girlfriend and weren't looking for one. It was shocking to me because mm-hmm. I grew up with everybody was in a relationship or looking for a relationship. And so your your thing about relationships are complicated, but. They've never been complicated enough that I didn't want another one, and I've had a lot of them go south, but still have never been deterred by, by the fact that they're complicated. So it just seems shocking to me. Hormones in the water supply?
1: Half the frogs in Houston are bisexual.
2: Well, let, me run, <laughs> let me run through some more of the text here. When I was fat, I think this is a dude, when I was a fat, my libido was very low, and porn was easier and less work than dating. Nobody ever mentions the obesity epidemic. Yeah, it doesn't get mentioned enough probably. Internet and smartphones, that's what's killing the sex drive. Not just porn, but the fact that people are constantly distracted all the time by their electronics.
1: Yeah, that, and uh, I remember when we talked about this earlier, there was an insight about uh, women getting some of their needs fulfilled through social media and such. And the Hallmark Channel.
2: (laughs) Um, The idea that there is more entertaining stuff to do now. And I said, well, there were plenty of things to do when I was younger. We still all were more interested in finding a boyfriend or girlfriend than the other options that existed out there. But this person texted.
1: I didn't pursue female companionship when I had time. If I could find an open moment. Right. No, it like ruled my world. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everything
2: was designed around it. Um, Yes, you had things to do then, but more things, not more things, instigating dopamine responses. Like we have now, that increase has been tenfold. Yeah, I don't know the brain the brain science on that. The number of things we get, you know, the little ding from our phone or likes on Facebook or whatever. What parts of the brain that triggers that? And you don't only have to take it down a few notches. The desire from the past to maybe be okay with porn and Facebook, whatever
1: need it is you need to fulfill, I guess. Right. Well, if you have if you have an easy way to 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 satisfy a need as opposed to a much more challenging and per, per, potentially you know unpleasant uh track for pursuing that need often you will go with the easy one and well and it's it's it more complicated than that um i think you know an object at rest tends to stay at rest and i think just non looking outward becomes a habit in a way that I'm finding difficult to, to describe. We're much more inward-focused. Interaction of all kinds is less and more difficult for people. Ask anybody who's trying to hire Generation Z in an office, trying to get them to give a firm handshake, look you in the eye, etc., express yourself well, be able to speak comfortably on the phone, you know, a dozen different things. I just think we're we're much less interaction uh comfortable than we were as a species only 30 years ago which on an evolutionary timeline doesn't exist it's less than a blip it's a 100th of a blip
2: um more of the porn gives just enough that you don't need a relationship um and that sort of stuff i, I uh... I don't, none of these things relate to me. So maybe I'm, I don't know if I'm an outlier or whatever. Or what, some sort of saint. Is that what you're claiming? St. Jack? Or I'm ruled by my uh, needs for companionship. Maybe I'm, maybe, maybe that's a flaw. But,
1: uh, oh, I don't think so.
2: I <laughs> hear, I hear people of all ages say that they're just like done with it. They're out of the game. And it, I, it scares me to death. I think, oh my God, I'm coming into a world where nobody wants to be in a relationship anymore. This is horrifying. Here's one I we hadn't heard. As a high school teacher, I hear whispers of male students who can't get erections. Have you heard about this? I haven't. The girls talk about their experiences with various boys boys while they gossip, and I swear I've heard it so many times in the last few years. The idea of a teenage boy unable to get aroused is absolutely astounding to me, but it's real, says this high school teacher.
1: Well, apparently in 30 years or so, or 40, that's gone from can't stop being aroused to... right. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Now, I have heard, and this is undeniable, this uh, globally, this is true. Sperm counts have plunged among males. Shouldn't that be a bigger story? You would think. Um,
2: uh, so, does that factor into.
1: Well, yeah. what's causing that? That has oh, got to be you. part of the answer to. I mean, That's if seventeen-year-old boys can't get an erection, are I don't you know. Is that
2: me? true? I don't know. That's the only time I've ever heard that. Have you? Heard, I've never heard I that anywhere.
1: I don't know. Any anybody know? Okay, here come. Good lord, be careful what you ask for. Four one five two nine five KFTC. No, we don't. No pictures. Four one five two nine five KFTC. I'm
2: as hard as Carmen Core Math over here.
1: Uh, have you heard this? Does this ring true to your uh, experience or what you've heard from the youngsters? Good Lord, I can't imagine having that conversation.
2: But you're absolutely right. If sperm count, and then that's something that's How's very... your
1: erection, son? <laughs> sperm count
2: is very quantifiable as opposed yes. to like arousal and desire and wanting to be in a relationship. Very, very easily measured. And if that has gone down, you're right. All that other stuff could be for the same reason plastics cell phone towers i keep mentioning i don't know i don't know
1: what 5g bill gates yeah
2: god you're right this should be a bigger story yeah whatever's causing that along with all the anxiety and autism and everything like that we
1: should spend way more time talking about that stuff and and a lot less than a lot of the other stupid crap we worry about god i'd say never name never utter the name trump again until we can figure this stuff out
2: text line four one five two nine five kftc
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. 15-year-old phenom Camila Valieva finding out she gets her chance to compete. The court of arbitration for sport deciding not to suspend the Russian figure skater, in part because of her age and an unexplained delay in her drug test results. Her positive test for a banned substance was taken in December.
1: Preventing the athlete to compete at the Olympic Games would cause her irreparable harm.
3: The U.S. Olympic Committee slamming the decision to let Valieva skate, calling it another chapter in the systemic and pervasive disregard for clean sport by Russia. This is a slap in the face to the Olympic Games, to our sport, and to every athlete that's ever competed at the Olympics clean.
2: I think it will leave a permanent scar on figure skating. Yeah, so that 15 year old girl that landed the quad last week, then it turned out she was taking uh, whatever she was taking uh, to cheat, they're letting her skate, and she skated last night and is in first place. She's in first place. She's the greatest skater in the world, but she cheats.
1: And the reasoning was because her test results were delayed and she's young. Why did you throw in the part because she's young? What the hell does that got to do with it? She's obviously old enough to be better than everybody with the help of some fine pharmaceuticals. Juice.
2: I see it as the continuing breaking down of world order. Just there's, there's this very little here are the rules. You have to follow them left in the world. Whether it's invading a country or competing in the Olympics or letting researchers uh, have access to your information about a new disease, China, mm. whatever it
1: is, people just do whatever the hell they want. The more I think about this, the more I think the new bosom buddies, uh, Russia and China, went to the Olympic Committee and said, the little girl gets kicked out, that's the end of our cooperation with you. Uh, That's the end of our our participating, maybe even in the games. I don't know.
2: That's called capture. So China has captured the WHO. They've captured Hollywood, a lot of American companies, and they probably captured the IOC.
1: Now, that's capture. Captcha is the thing on your computer where you have to click on every picture that includes a sailboat.
2: Which one of these is a train? And then they're so far away, I can't tell. Is that a train or a bus?
1: Right, I can't tell. Yeah, and then it rejects you. (laughs) I can't take any more rejection.
2: So, do you remember Carrie Richardson was an American sprinter and the fastest in the world, and she was not allowed to compete in the Olympics because she tested positive for something that she hadn't taken forever, but she wasn't allowed to compete as an American. You that remember wasn't that the big girl who
1: smoked pot? Was it? As if pot's a performance enhancer.
2: Yeah, yeah. After testing, not in posi- my experience. <laughs> after testing positive for marijuana. Yep, she was suspended. That's right. And she said she'd te- she'd smoked marijuana when her family member died or whatever. Now I'm remembering the story. That's right. Her mom died. But she was like a serious medal contender, best in the world. Didn't get to compete for pot. This 15 year old gets to be the best skater in the world, taking something that actually enhances your performance. It's Nobody's a smoking pot. farce.
1: Nobody's smoking pot to run faster <laughs> <laughs> except n b a guys, and I still don't get that
2: that's not to run faster, that's just to get in the zone, block everything out,
1: yeah, I guess okay, all right, but i you know I don't according to those i've 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 studied scientifically and accounts I've read um it it doesn't do any good. <laughs> I don't know. But again, evidently the best in the world in, in, in basketball so, think it does.
2: But you mentioned earlier, so she doesn't get to have a medal. That's part of the deal. She can compete. but the, So she'll finish I first. I read that once. I have heard that. But you can't be
1: awarded a medal. I haven't heard that. Right? And Maybe I'll dig that up again. Does I can't even remember where it's at. Does matter to anybody? You get the gold? I don't know. Well, what the hell does it even mean? I don't I don't know. We're going to let you play in the Super Bowl, but you can't have the Lombardi trophy if you win. You don't get a ring. We'll give you a pendant.
2: But so does the other person that gets the gold medal, even though she had a higher score, do they?
1: I got no blanking idea. Get all the glory associated with it? or The whole thing is farcical.
2: It is. Well, the, whoever, whoever those people commenting were, they, it's making a joke of the whole thing. It's making me less interested in watching. There's no doubt about that.
1: Hmm.
2: All right. Yet, a, yet another thing kills itself, eats itself.
1: International norms dying. So if you ever miss a chunk of the Armstrong and Getty Show, good news. You can get it Armstrong and Getty on demand at armstrongandgetty.com or wherever you like to grab the old podcasts.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com.
1: I won! Yahoo!
3: The Armstrong and Getty
0: Show. You used a phrase earlier, if we have a democracy 10 years from now, mm -hmm. do you think we won't?
2: I think there's a very real risk that we will not. I think what we risk is having a, a, a government
1: that perhaps postures as a democracy and may try to pretend that it is, but isn't. Oh. oh, all right. Oh, that's a sweet little girl there. When she okay. grows
3: up,
2: Numbnut.
1: we'll listen to her.
2: Maybe she went further in a way that was interesting. I don't know. Uh, breaking news. Maybe this is something. Maybe it's not. I confirmed it a couple different places. Reuters is reporting it. A couple other people. In Ukraine, their Department of Defense is under a, a cyber attack. The Ministry of Defense, the Armed Forces, a whole bunch of their banks are under a cyber attack. Oh, boy. Right now. They suspect Russia. Do you? Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. But uh, you never know. This could, be, this could
1: be the beginning of it. Suspect Russia? No, it's North Korea. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. Yeah, I still say no way Russia goes in until the Olympics are done on Sunday. But this could be the beginning of a multi-day softening, etc. So who knows? Yesterday, uh, we spent some time talking about this article by Ross Duthat in the uh, New York Times. He's the token liberal—I'm sorry, a conservative editorial writer. Really thoughtful guy, interesting he,
2: guy. He wrote the book Moby Dick. Moby Dick, which is about a guy trying to find a whale. Mm-hmm. Got a peg leg. Um, the whale has a peg. Leg? No, he wrote the book decadence last year, which is really interesting. I haven't read the whole thing. I've actually heard him talk about it on podcast, just in all the ways that America is a uh, decadent hmm. right now. And we are, but anyway, back to you, well, how would you briefly define the word decadent? Well, the way he defines it is, um, d- 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 based off of the word decaying, really so hmm. many parts of society our institutions, everything decaying.
1: And how how would you disagree with that? Interesting. So he wrote this editorial. that's probably you know from the same uh, well that uh, from which that book sprung. He was talking about betting on the Super Bowl, but a lot more than that. And uh, and we talked about this yesterday. I asked for some emails, which we'll get to in a second. But to bring Jack up to speed. He says, when future historians ponder the forces that unraveled the American social fabric between the 1960s and the 2020s, I hope they spare some time for one besetting vice in particular, our fatal impulse toward consistency. What he's talking about in gambling was gambling going from under the table to only in Vegas, to Vegas in Atlantic City, to Indian casinos, to now everywhere all the time. He talks about pot being illegal, Mm -hmm. but then illegal, but you could get it. But then because that seemed crazy, and it did, more and more legalized, till now you can smoke as much pot as you want. People are smoking way, way, way too much pot. He talks about porn. Because there wasn't a constitutionally explainable, logical limitation for it. Um, and and gambling is the same. How can it be okay over there and not over here? That doesn't make any sense. That quest for consistency, we've gone from you can get it if you really want it once in a while to it's always available all the time. Yeah, boy, I, I think
2: you know, the conversation we are having earlier about uh, people having less, less sex and uh, everybody pointed to porn, and I worry about that all the time. I mean, my you know, I'm raising two young men. There's no way... That doesn't have a negative effect.
1: Right, right. Just there's several there's negative effects.
2: Many negative yeah. effects. Maybe really negative effects.
1: Yeah. But anyway, as a libertarian, as a lover of the Constitution, as a lover of you know logical governance, I admit it's a hell of a difficult and interesting question. Is our quest for consistency one of our great downfalls? That inability to say, you know, Lolita's okay, the book Lolita by Nabokov, but hardcore porn is not.
2: Well, that's one of the things I always complain about lawyers, one of the reasons I hate the whole lawyer thing so much. For lawyers, it's either legal or not, and they, most lawyers seem to be incapable of a thought of whether something's a good idea or not. It's just, it will, but it's legal. Mm-hmm. They, they can't make their brains work in such a way. Yeah, but it's terrible. So let's figure out. So culturally, let's make make it. Everybody agrees this is awful. No, it's either legal or it's not. I think, right. I think the legal way we look at everything has had a big effect on it. Because, of course, you have to be consistent legally. You can't, you know, arbitrarily apply the law. Right. But having the ability to say, okay, legally, we have a, a, a Second Amendment. Right. Freedom of speech or anything like that. But it's terrible for society. So let's figure out a way to have the law be downstream of the culture somehow on that.
1: Let me hit you with some of the emails we got since I asked for them. Darren Livermore writes, uh, I think the idea you're kicking around today about little sin being okay but a lot is an interesting one i think in the end it just comes down to a just and moral society being able to internalize that line when crossed results in significant societal harm it's self-evident that in some circumstances any amount of gambling prostitution or recreational drug use could harm an individual or family but a just and moral society would view that as the price of liberty after all you can't climb a ladder without risking a fall When you remove the just and moral society from the equation, you end up with two choices, prohibition or anything goes. And I think that's where we've gotten as a society. Uh, Let's see this from uh, Joseph. Uh, Americans have lost the idea that there are absolute truths and an absolute authority. There is very little respect for authority of any kind, pandering, lying politicians, pedophile priests, church leaders. My tr- my truth, indoctrination, rampant disregard for law and order, and those charged with maintaining it, complacent and or no parenting at all have so eroded the mores of our society that the trust in values upon which society was founded are barely recognizable. Then he, uh, The Ten Commandments has devolved into the Ten Suggestions, if you're okay with that. Uh, no sure foundation, he says. Uh, Nick writes, uh, enjoy the conversation. I don't like it or use it, porn, but believe that people should have a choice, an internal struggle I can't seem to think through. But when it comes to kids, we need to do more. Actually, we need to do something because nothing has been done and we need it. He, he talks about the uh, anything Below the waist being under dot triple X. have said that for years. As opposed to dot com,
2: I don't understand how we why we couldn't do that.
1: You know, and I've said it, it would be so difficult to, to enforce. Um, and and anything based overseas is unenforceable by the United States government. But I wonder if it's worth a try. Okay, I don't but know. God, if it if it if it knocked it down a percentage, it would have to, wouldn't it? Maybe we can get a legion of white hat hackers who care about children. To knock out all the porn sites that violated the international laws, i don't know.
2: I worry about this uh a fair amount because I got a 12 year old you know, so if he hasn't already, he's going to be heading that direction to where that is the, what's on his mind all the time i can't even I, I can't even imagine what it would have been like to discover online porn when I was thirteen. i can't even imagine <laughs> yeah. I mean, just how would you have d- done anything else? How would you have thought about anything else? Yeah, I know. Uh, It's it's disturbing. But anyway, uh, I had a point. Where was I going with that? Uh, Making it illegal. Cutting it back. Oh, one of the best things that I've heard recently um, is some of the change among women that the liberated free sex for me is awesome thing has started to recede and more women, whether they're porn stars or some of the more uh foul mouthed, um slutty comedian girls like uh who was just named to host the Oscars. She's part of that. Off the top anybody, Alex, Michael, anybody got the name. Uh Schumer. Amy Schumer. Um I know she's had I'm glad
1: it's not Chuck Schumer.
2: I I know she's had that's her uncle, actually. I know mm-hmm. she's had her some changes of heart a little bit as she's become a mom and married and that sort of stuff. Just this idea, of, hey, the the whole um, uh, women being used as sex objects isn't working out the way we thought it was going to. Mm. And if women really made a big push against porn culturally, I think maybe we could make a dent. Anyway, I'm hoping that might happen.
1: Uh, okay, so that's that's porn, which is its own really interesting philosophy. But, yep. you know, back to the kind of constitutional moral issue. A couple more emails real quickly. Uh, let's see. Dan writes, um, long-time friend of Armstrong and Getty. Thanks, Dan. I think the biggest problem with consistency or rules is some people's need for a rule on everything and to control everything. The consequences are when decisions come. The question is no longer, is this right, wrong, or right, but is replaced by, what's the rule? It's happened all over the place, sports, schools, law enforcement. I've always believed that a person that is compelled in all things or needs a rule for all things is the same as a slothful and not a wise person. Well, as you get way
2: more lawyers involved in everything, you're going to have to have more rules.
1: Yeah, yeah, interesting. And then finally this. I, I
2: absolutely think those things fit together.
1: Yes, agreed, yeah. But uh, notably, we have left Biff from Back to the Future out of the discussion, and uh, Fred uh, rectifies that. Uh, I think it can. Uh, the question can best be captured in one of the scenes from one of the Back to the Future sequels. Biff, who ironically, given this topic, becomes enriched via a sports almanac, dramatically transformed the idyllic town of Hill Valley into a seedy, dark gambling mecca with cheap prostitutes, drunk vagrants and roaming bands of thugs teeming in the streets below Trump or Biff Tower. Left unchecked, our carnal instincts inevitably lead to such civilizational collapse. The check on that natural entropic side, slide rather, entropy being the tendency of things to fly apart or decay, are personal and moral, personal morals and community standards. If we lose either, we'll be unable to sustain both. With the erosion of religious, uh, religious beliefs, the rise of secular based ivory towers, the West and its citizens become unmoored and buffeted by cultural trends and fads that have no logic conclusion, toppling all traditions, norms, and standards. That doesn't end well. In a word, we're scroomed.
2: Yeah, I know the, the pure libertarian thought is you don't need the uh, you don't need the religion thing that people will organize a just society and blah 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 and people will make their own decisions and everything will be fine. I, I don't know that I believe that. It certainly it's show me where that's been demonstrated throughout history. Um, yeah, it's not
1: impossible. It's just really really difficult.
2: By the way, quickly, I mentioned his book, The Decadent, Decadent, it's called The Decadent Society is a book, and it explains what happens when a rich and powerful society ceases advancing, how the combination of wealth and techn- technological proficiency with economic stagnation, political stalemates, cultural exhaustion, and demographic decline creates a strange kind of sustainable decadence. Hmm. Everything is just stagnating or going backwards, and show me what is not.
1: It's the story of every great kingdom that's ever existed. Yeah, it's
2: pretty interesting. We'll finish strong next.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! woo
2: So that's a yes on the apple
0: pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone! Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games,
2: yeah! So yes or no on the apple pie?
0: woo I won again!
1: I'll take that as a yes. Drive around.
0: Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditioned supplies. See website for details. High
3: Five, high five Casino. casino. Timon's Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist.
2: I had a good experience over the weekend that ended up being a great lesson for my kids about um, uh, looking at buying a car. And I'm trying to decide whether to tell that story in the One More Thing podcast or do it on the show tomorrow. But it's, it's pretty interesting as a, somebody really trying to rip me off. Ooh. And uh, it's a great lesson for the kids. I mean, it's better than if the car had been good and I ended up buying it, I think, in terms of their education. Buyer Cause,
1: beware. Because
2: they were with me. Um, I don't know. I'll either talk about it in the podcast or tomorrow. Nobody gives a flying flip about the Oscars, but in their desperate attempt to try to hang on to some semblance of it being anything, it used to be the second most watched show of the year behind the, only the Super Bowl. Now it, seems, now it seems ridiculous. But so a couple of years ago, they toyed with adding a new category to the Oscars called most popular film. But there was huge pushback from critics and Academy members saying it would, you know, just water down the importance of the blah, 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 blah. Hmm. So, yeah, better having nobody watch an awards show for a bunch of movies nobody has seen than to have a popular movie get in. Well, this year they are adding, it's not an official award, but they are going to let people vote on Twitter what their favorite movie was of the year. It doesn't have to be nominated for anything. You can pick anything. And they will announce during the broadcast, Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes have been named as the hosts. Um, they will announce during the Oscars telecast what was people's favorite movie. And I think this could hasten the end of the Oscars <laughs> rather than save it.
1: Uh, yeah, because something that isn't nominated for anything will like, be the overwhelming winner.
2: Like, for instance, Spider-Man No Way Home, oh, which right. made a hell of a lot of money. It didn't get nominated for anything. It's going to be very, very clear. The only thing people will be talking about the next day, if people talk about it at all, will be how, you know, that's the movie that everybody liked. Those other movies that I've never even heard of, let alone seen, you know, who gives a crap? And uh, I think they've hastened their own demise. (laughs) By yeah, adding maybe. this in, they, their theory was: this will allow more common moviegoers to enjoy the the broadcast,
1: and will bring no, more won't. viewers. No, it won't. No, it, won't. it will you hasten, can read it the next day. It will hasten
2: your demise. Right. It'll it'll draw a more bright, more brightly lit line between your weird critic, self obsessed whatever it is, <laughs> and what the rest right. of us actually watch. And
1: you know, what just occurred to me, their belief that. All right, what we'll do is let the plebes vote online for the movie they like the best. And then they'll tune in a television show at a (laughs) prescribed time to see who won the online vote. As opposed to just going online and figuring it out at their leisure. Now, I still think
2: every average moviegoer could enjoy Don't Look Up, and that's my favorite to win the Oscar for Best Picture, though it's yeah, the only one I've seen. speaking of
1: Demises, I love the ending. Oh, I love it so much.
2: A little shocking. I mean, there's no way, if I gave you a Easy. million choices.
1: Easy. I know, a talking whale. Who Who
2: knew? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, well, a movie-winning Best Picture that is just a critique of everything that is modern society, I'm fine with that. Yeah,
1: yeah, amen to that. Yeah.
2: Loved um, it. Good luck, Oscars, with your trying to stay relevant. Fits in with just ev- what we were just talking about a little go, a bit, a bit ago. Everything is going away. Now, some stuff should go away, like the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But everything is everything is going away. It's just yeah. all coming apart. I should give you. They're going to give you what they got. This grueling firework is not over. Sound for Final Thoughts.
1: Ooh. Yes. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Bellowing the blues there. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, starting with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, what's your final thought?
2: Yeah, my final thought is there are so many good large televisions out there and so many good sound systems. You don't need a movie theater, you can build your own. Yeah, so yeah, we, well, I'll save mine. I'll make it my final thought.
1: Okie doke. young Alex is our behind the scenes producer. Alex, final thought? You know, Mike's got a great point. I love just watching movies at home, it's comfortable, but I am a man who craves
2: movie theater popcorn, and mm. you can't beat the smell, the taste, or flavor. Mmm, plus I like a nice gummy seat. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, I mentioned the other day we paid full price for um, Sing 2. When it came out the other day, same day in theaters as it did in your home, and I think I paid twenty-eight bucks for me and the kids to watch it at home, but with my TV and the sound bar and our own popcorn, God, the, the improvement you'd get by seeing it on the big screen is so tiny. I mean I might put it at like eight mm-hmm. percent. Then you'd gotta detract a couple of points for having to drive and park. So and people crinkling the wrappers, Right. And not being able to pause it when you go to bed. And that's it's a win. Watching at home is a win.
1: Yep, here, hear. Uh, final thought, this is a little bit serious, but this is especially for pet owners and really anybody. So my dog Baxter uh, has a cancer situation going on, and he's at the vet right now getting electrochemotherapy. This is an incredibly promising therapy for both humans and dogs. In which they inject the chemotherapy uh, to, and it only works with certain sorts of cancer. But, and then they send a bunch of electrical uh, electrical pulses through the tissue, which makes them. I think I read twenty times more permeable to the medicine, wow. so it absorbs way more. I read the medical literature from some from major universities. It's really interesting. That is interesting. Electro chemotherapy. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank, so little time. Thanks to the vets for taking good care of Baxi. Uh, go to armstrongandgetty.com. A lot of great clicks for you. See you tomorrow. God bless America.
3: It's over! you got to be kidding me. You're I sorry. said bye.
0: bye. When it comes on for you to go, you have to go. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Oh, my word! Will the universe survive?
1: So everybody chill.
2: Well, you're being
1: a wise guy with me a little bit. It's
2: true. And that's it. Can I ask our producers, can we uh, get out of here, please? Goodbye, sweet America. (laughs) Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. High Five
3: Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com.